My name is Dr. Austin Tay, and you are listening to Psych Chat. Hi there. Welcome to episode 31 of Psych Chat. In today's episode, I will talk about the concept of what if. You must be wondering why I have decided to talk about this. Now, while the two words appear simple, when combined, they can be used to help others think about possibilities or look at a situation differently. We often get stuck in our set ways or thoughts, which results in us not seeing viable solutions. When we feel despondent in every possible way, we narrow our perspectives. Then we start to feel, why even try? Now, this leads to what is called learned helplessness. In the workplace context, when we feel that we are confined by our work and stifled by the work culture and work demands, as humans, we approach all these with a few strategies. The common strategy that most of us will adopt is we will stay on to fight or take on what is thrown at us and merely survive. Now, we might broach such concerns with our supervisors or managers, and when nothing happens, there are two options. To stick with the job or leave the job. The other strategy is to do minimum work. A recently coined term that is a hot discussion point is quiet quitting. What happens is that an employee would do only what they deem to be their job and would do nothing more. This signals to organizations that they have enough of being overworked and underpaid and want to take control of their work and most importantly, their mental health. Now, this terminology is no different from coasting at work. What is interesting here about this terminology, quiet quitting, is that it is propagated through social media and how it is linked to mental health and freedom of choosing the way we want to work. So in this way, it is a subjective perspective of the employee's response to the work. Some consider such a phenomenon nonsensical, and it is yet another HR fad. In contrast, others believe this quiet quitting results from a more deep-rooted issue, the treatment of employees by organizations. 
organization's treatment of their employees is nothing new. Research has found that psychological burnout within organizations with symptoms of workers feeling exhausted and how they become cynical about their job can lead to how these workers perceive their work, usually with negative perceptions and their psychological well-being resulting in reduced commitment, enthusiasm and dedication to their work. All of this will reduce the worker's performance, initiative and creativity and increase turnover and absenteeism. So here we are, <laughs> the concept of quiet quitting is born. So coming back to my introduction in today's podcast of the concept of what if, let's dissect the phenomenon of quiet quitting. As mentioned, quiet quitting means not doing more. In itself, this action can become what is considered a counterproductive work behavior, CWB. While quiet quitting seems to signal to organizations about employee treatment, these quiet quitters might likely see themselves without a job soon if they do not put their utmost effort into their careers. Employees who value opportunity to learn and develop and not going beyond and above, which is also known as organizational citizenship behavior, can only reduce the opportunities to improve themselves and learn more skills. Quiet quitting would not change anything if the organization you work for has decided not to change its policies on the treatment of its employees. So what to do then? The choice is yours. Stay and fight a fruitless battle or take that opportunity to look for an organization that is aligned with your working values. Organizations need to start to rethink how they treat their employees. It has to be stressed that an organization, depending on where you are, needs to provide an employee with a conducive workplace by law. So if your employees have to resort to quiet quitting to get your attention, then there is a fundamental issue with the work culture and work practices. Time to rethink. Thinking about the interests of your employees is going to help in their motivation and result in their work productivity, which in turn increases the organization's revenue. A research done in 2009 introduce the concept of work empowerment, whereby workers become motivated by a supportive work environment 
and assume an active orientation towards that environment. Hence, people who perceive that their work environment provides excellent avenues of communication and promotes their sense of control, feelings of mastery, their self-esteem and belonging, they are likely to be empowered and to be involved in creative thinking, innovation and increased productivity. So, how would this latest HR Fed manifest further? My perception is that, yes, it will manifest further and persist until another label comes around. Just a word of caution. We are all audience of social media. We all need to be careful not to be sucked into what is the shiny little thing without fact-checking. It is always good to look at phenomenon in its entirety and not just jump onto the bandwagon of us versus them. The world as we know it today is too complex to navigate. Rather than being reactionary, it is always much better to have a discourse and in this case, employees speaking to the organization. As an employee, when you know that the discussion with the organization does not materialize into anything, then you have a choice to make. For an organization, your success or failure depends on your employees. Your duty of care and the treatment you give to them is essential. This should not be something that can be overlooked or ignored. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Site Chat. If you do have any comments or suggestions, please email to sitechat at omnisite.com or tweet to site underscore chat. Thank you for listening. You have been listening to Site Chat. This podcast is brought to you by Omnisite Consulting. We are a team of psychologists with a wealth of experience in working with individuals, teams and organisations in the areas of coaching, executive selection, assessment and development, career transitioning and workplace intervention. Omnisite Consulting exists to solve the critical issues facing our clients, both large and small. Our approach is to tailor-make each service to meet the requirements of our clients. Our broad range of services and solutions help individuals and organizations to facilitate change, achieve their vision, and optimize performance and productivity. For more information about our services, do check us out at www.omnisci.com.